Welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries Radio Show. Today, our host, Dawn Marie Nutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Dawn Marie. Welcome to another Life's Necessities and Luxuries episode number 13. I just can't believe that it is 2017. I feel like 2000 rang in just a moment ago. Still really find it hard to speak those numbers, but I thought it would only be fair to do a show about persistence. Even if you're listening today live, current, but if you're listening, I don't know, a year from now, five months from now, this episode will still be current. So please continue to listen. My question to you today is simply this. Are you ready to hustle for what you want this year? We all speak about goals, resolutions, and aspirations. To tell you the truth, I don't like using the word resolution. It always sounded fake to me, or it just doesn't resonate with me. Or it's like a dirty word, resolutions. I've tried making resolutions, only for them to be broken, and half the time they never came to fruition. So I much prefer using the word goal setting, because that I've been doing and practicing for quite some time now, and I find it's a lot more realistic, and it actually works. So I want to share some tips with you today because I have been such a huge fan and I think you can also be more apt at accomplishing them if you don't call them resolutions. You can call them whatever you like, but I do prefer goal setting. Another way is, okay, is let's just create some new habits, okay? So instead of saying we're going to break those bad habits, we're just going to create some new ones because what happens is when you create new habits, the bad habits just happen to fall away. So that's always a good thing. I don't know if you're familiar with Brian Tracy, but he's one of my favorite motivators. Um, I highly recommend you reading or listening to some of his books on tape. Uh, He's really amazing. He's really, really helpful, very knowledgeable about this field, and can probably help you with a a plethora of different ways to help you achieve your goals. But on goal setting, one of the things he speaks about is persistence. And I have to definitely agree with him on this, because being able to be persistent is so key on achieving any goal. As we all know, it's so hard to achieve our goals. You really need to stay on top of it. And whether they're long-term or short-term, large or small, being able to keep on keeping on is really invaluable. So, (laughs) my sister used to call me a pit bull. She's like, you latch onto something and you don't give up until you get it. And I'm like, well, yeah, (laughs) that's how I've programmed myself over the years. It wasn't always that way. I can tell you that, but with practice, it becomes a lot easier when you keep implementing it and keep practicing it, and you really discipline yourself. It really becomes that much easier. But when I was in my teens and early 20s, you could forget it. I'd start projects and then never really finish it, or I'd get bored and move on to that next shiny object out there. But um, really being able to be, as I said, disciplined is definitely your first key to getting the goals that you want to achieve. Otherwise, everything's just going to fall apart and nothing's really going to get done. And I know it can be really challenging to be persistent. Sometimes we can get a little despondent or discouraged when something that we're looking to achieve that really doesn't come life and then we give up. But this is the time not to give up. It's really, this is the time to hunker down, figure out some different ways, write down some various things that you can do to achieve that goal. You know, brain dumping is a great way to help you with this. Um, let's say you wanted to lose 20 pounds last year and you didn't make your goal. Don't give up and throw in the towel, okay? Instead, write down on a piece of paper 20 ways you can help yourself to lose the weight. 
So for example, you might say, A, don't keep any junk food in the house, right? Because if you're like me, I love snacking at night. When I finally get a chance to sit down and chill out on the couch and watch a movie, I want the munchies. I want to have popcorn. I want to have candy. It's like going to a movie for me, so I feel like I want those things. So I've learned not to keep them in the house, and instead, if I want something to snack on, I'm going to get some grapes, I'm going to get some carrot sticks, some things that have crunch, or maybe something that's a little bit more salty, but I'm going to try to go for more of the natural stuff so that I don't keep the junk food and processed stuff in the house. The other thing is I find that if I drink more water, then I feel a little more full, and then I don't want to eat as much. So you might want to implement that. And that only helps with that, but it also helps with keeping up great skin and, you know, releasing the toxins out of your body. So it opens up the possibilities of, of some things that you might have, you might not have thought about. Instead of saying, I'm starving and I'm going to start my diet on Monday, I'm going to starve myself in the process. You know, you're really only setting yourself up for failure this way. So don't stress yourself out. Sit down and get very clear about what it is you want out of life, or at least to achieve this year, or even if it's just to achieve this month, this week, and what have you, okay? So for instance, let's say you want to give your home a makeover, and you're going to start with the closets in your home. Well, if you haven't really done this in over 10 years, it may be a little bit more of a daunting task than if you were doing it every year consistently. I just freaking cleaned my office, which I have been so busy that my office has like, taken a life of its own and I've listened to over like 300 seminars in the last three years and I have notes on every one of them. My everything is everything is everywhere. So it took me 15 hours to work on my office to get it the way I wanted to look organized and neat and tidy. Sounds crazy, but that's what happens when you neglect something for a long amount of time. So let's say you are trying to do the closet. You have to make sure that you have the proper tools on hand. So for example, you know, let's say right off the top of your head, you like to get rid of all the clothing that's been hanging up now that A, no longer fits you, B, it's out of style, C, you might have some holes or tears at the seams. Um, and you have to be sure that you have those tools. So whether it's for the storage that's going to go into your, your storage in your garage, whether they're garbage bags that you're going to be throwing stuff out, whether it's going to be a box or a bag that you're going to use for donating. Um, it may be some hooks and different types of organizing things you may need to have so that you can keep it really nicely organized. Um, so for your sweaters or your jeans or whatever it is. You may want to like keep a bag that's just for the seamstress for alterations. So having the proper tools when you're looking to begin a project is really half the battle. So you may need to take a ride over to the container store maybe and pick up some organizers or go to that nearest Dollar Tree store. By the way, I have found, um, I used to use when I worked at HSN, I got addicted to the Joy Mangiano hangers and they're these wonderful hangers. They come in two styles, you know, the one with the bar in the middle or the one without. They have like a velvet uh, outer layer which keeps the clothing from slipping off and it also they're very slim so you can actually get more in the closet. They're a little bit pricey and I found that the uh, Dollar Tree stores actually have a knockoff of them. So what I did was uh, over time I just kept you know buying a few here, buying a few there and now I have my whole closet that is that particular hanger and it's really been amazing how everything fits in there so nicely. There's no more you know mishappening things falling off it's really been great. So I suggest that if you are looking to redo your closets this year, check it out. So back to persistence. You know, when you have persistence, you know right off the bat that you're not going to let anything or anyone stop you from reaching your goals. Okay, sometimes it can feel a little bit overwhelming 
or challenging to remain persistent, but one of the easiest ways to keep yourself from stressing out is to make sure you break your larger goals into mini goals so that each day you take a step in the right direction to achieving that larger goal. So sit down with a pen and paper and get very clear about what it is and who you need to contact to get you where you need to go. But you got to remember, slow and steady wins the race every time. Having this list is so key. I cannot begin to tell you because if you leave it to memory, guess what? You're not going to remember every little detail. You're going to forget things. When you can see it outlined, you can put your checks next to it. You can put subheaders next to each one so that you can something may pop up during the week that makes you think about something you can add to it. Um, I like to use Evernote as well, which is an app that you can download. And you can get to do a lot of different things with that. So check that out. You can, you know, do download uh, not only digitally, but you can also create notebooks, you know, typing. And try to keep your desk decluttered and stress-free because you really can't work well when you have a lot around you. So if you need to just take a pile off the desk and put it on the floor next to you just so that you have a clear space to work on, that's really important. Brian Tracy also talks about that, and I'm a true believer in that as well because you really need to have that clear space to just work. And visualizing your, your goals as if they've already happened is really key. Joe Vitale, who's another motivator that from The Secret that I like to listen to, uh, if you haven't heard his stuff, check him out. It's V-I-T-A-L-E. Joe is his first name, and um, he's really great. But he talks about having the feeling as if you already have whatever that goal is. So let's say you're looking to get a new car. Actually feel yourself driving the car, listening to the motor. He says, you know, go to the dealership, go for a test drive, smell the new car smell, feel the steering wheel in your hands, feel that feeling, the wind blowing through your hair, if it's a convertible, or the, just to feel that feeling and, and think as if you already have it because our subconscious minds only know the now. It doesn't know the past and it doesn't know the future. So you're kind of psyching it out to saying that you actually have it now. Don't think about how you're going to get it because once you decide to have it, believe me, and you put it out to the universe, things are going to start happening to make it come right to your doorstep with a little work from you, of course. You can't just sit there and wish it and it's going to show up. That's not going to happen. So more importantly, you know, be sure to actually feel that feeling and then write down these things. So if, let's say you want the car. You can say, I'm so happy now that I have this brand new car that I drive back and forth to work every day. So when you're writing your goals, write them in the present tense as if you already have it. And then let's say you had a goal that you set out to do maybe 10 years ago and it didn't work out for whatever reason. Think about them again. You know, just because it didn't work out then, it could have been a timing issue. It may be the right time now. So don't feel like, oh, well, I thought about that 10 years ago and I tried and it didn't work. Guess what? It might work today. We have so many new things going on with technology and in the workplace that anything is possible today. So try to think about some of those things that really could have been some really great ideas that you just didn't really pursue. Pull them out of the drawers and, you know, get them back out there and bring them back to life. And keep it on a little notepad, you know, a little index card or something that you can see every day. I like keeping something at, at my desk and I also like to keep it in my wallet so that when I'm online in the grocery store in the supermarket or if I'm online in the bank or something I can actually look and review them while I'm sitting there waiting you know mindlessly for 20 minutes online that I'm not wasting my time and I'm also doing something positive where I'm re-influenced re 
instilling in my brain that this is really what I want into the subconscious so that it could start working for me to bring it to me. Now, back to goal setting. You must be sure that you're willing to work on your goals every day. Each day, you really must take an action step towards reaching that goal. Because if you don't act on it right away, it just dwindles out. You lose your oomph. You're not going to want to do it. If something happens. But if you have an idea and it strikes you, that day or the next day, you need to start doing something, just anything, to start getting that ball in motion, okay? I'm telling you, it's going to make a world of difference to you. And also, think about a list of people that you can tell that might be able to help you. So let's say you know 10 people, and they know 10 people, and so on and so on. They know six degrees of separation. If you start telling people what it is that you're looking for, and they hear something, they can actually maybe think about you and put you in touch with that person, place, or thing, and get you to where you need to go. So do not leave that and just think about it and make sure that you start telling everybody what it is that you're looking to do. Because, you know, some goals can be achieved very quickly and some can take years to achieve. So remember that phrase, how badly do you want it? I say this because if the goal is really important to you, the answer to that question is going to be, yeah, I want it and I want it bad. So get moving and don't stop until you complete it. And another important thing about persistence is never giving in to the naysayers that are out there. Okay, there's always going to be somebody that's going to want to crush your dreams, whether it's your husband, it's your wife, it's your best friend, your roommate, your sister, your brother, your mother, your father. It doesn't matter. I know they have their, your best interest at heart, but sometimes it's not only that, but it's also their fear. Okay, so don't let their fears get in the way of you doing something. And speaking of fears, if you have any fears that are bothering you and keeping you from doing it and getting these goals, because, you know, we have that little ego inside of our brains that starts saying, well, who do you think you are? You can't do this. Well, who thinks you can do that? And blah, blah, blah. Don't let the negative talk or the ants get in your head and let you get going because and one thing about fear, we're always going to have fear. It's just a matter of doing it while you have the fear. Okay, so... Just continue to do it. And the more you do it, the less fearful it becomes, okay? And just think about what's the worst that can happen. Is it going to kill you? You know, if you go out and do a public speaking event or something, is it going to kill you? No. Are you going to be nervous? Are you going to be fearful? Yes. Is it going to intimidate you? Probably. But once you get one under your belt and you start getting more familiar with your topics and you start doing more, it's going to get more and more comfortable for you and it's not going to be fearful anymore. Now you're going to look forward to it. I mean, I know when I first started doing seminar work, it was really fearful to me. Um, I used to do theater when I was younger and I was always, I always had stage fright. I would still go out there and have fun with it anyway because I thought, you know, hell, you only live once and if I make a fool out of myself, uh, I'll live with it. It's okay. As long as I'm having a good time, that's really all that matters. And it's something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. But when I started doing seminars and different talks, it's, you know, it gets a little unnerving because you have all these eyes on you and you don't have a, an orchestra and different actors around you and dancers. It's just you up there. And so that could be really nerve-wracking. But the more I did it, the easier it became. And I still get, you know, stage fright, but that's okay. You know, I know I'm always going to, but it's all right. I just fight through it. And I do it anyway. So don't let fear get in your way. Promise yourself you won't let it get in your way. And really, to get a little bit more courageous and get a little bit more thick-skinned and don't get so sensitive or touchy when somebody says something against what it is you're looking to do, if they don't agree with you or whatever it is, try to remain neutral and not get all flustered. And when you're home, 
if you work from home or even if you work after your job at home, which is what I do most of my days, and you have an office, close the door, you know, keep your head down and work on that job until the job is completed. So work all the time you work, and that's something Brian Tracy talks about. And I'm a firm believer in that because, you know, why waste your time needlessly? Because if, if you just dedicate one focus hour on one topic, on one project, it's amazing what you can accomplish in just 60 minutes, just doing that one particular task. And get better at what you do. So if it's something you don't know how to do, keep practicing it so that you can do it faster and you can get the production time down that much quicker. Um, I'll tell you a story. When I was actually making these handbags called Tiki Totes, they were uh, straw bags that had you know, floral embellishments with um, flowers. And I started doing them in 2002, but when I first started doing them, I was spray painting flowers and spray painting the straw bags so that they would actually match each other and all this kind of stuff until I started to find the bags and the colors that I wanted and the flowers to do to go with them. And then that helped me get the time down a little bit quicker. But then when I started to do one that was a little bit more elaborate where I'd have a hundred different carnations glued to this bag, it could take me up to 10 hours when I first started until I got to do them so quickly that I was doing them within four to five hours. And that helped me with my pricing because I didn't want to charge them a thousand dollars to do the bag. So think about what is your cost, your hourly rate when you're sitting there working. My final step to leave you with today is really learning how to say no to those around you. I know it's easier said than done, but if you're serious about achieving your goals to live the best life that you're looking to live, saying no means the difference between you might miss out on some fun with some friends and family, or you may miss out on creating a life style that's actually going to work for you for the rest of your life. I know that I've had to say no so many times, and now it's so much easier to do it. And if we can't come out and just say no, then just say something like, is it okay if I think about it and get back to you? That'll give you some time to think about it. Think about everything that you have to do before you can commit to something else. And then you'll realize, oh, you know what? I really don't have the time to do that. So, you know, we're not superhumans, although we all think we are. And you don't want to stretch yourself so much that you either, you know, you're going to get sick or you're just exhausted all the time and then you're not going to be good to help anybody else in your family and you're not going to be productive at all because all you're going to want to do is sleep. And in the end, this is going to equate to you getting better results and actually achieving your goals. So remember these things. You know, be sure to focus and just really focus on only working on the goals that you're looking to move forward and not backwards. And the, and the ones that are going to be the most beneficial to you. So we may have goals that are smaller goals, but you may want to work on some of the bigger goals first because they're the toughest ones. I like to, to work on the hardest ones first because I feel like if I can achieve the, the tougher ones, everything else is going to be that much easier and I can breeze through it. So, and look at the time, you know, your ebb and flow. Are you a morning person? Are you a night person? I'm a morning person, so I like getting up early and starting on the hardest things firsthand so that I know I have the energy to get them done because at the end of the day, I'm usually burnt out and tired and I just don't want to do anything but just like sit on the couch and veg out in front of a movie. So I hope these tips help you. Uh, if you know anybody who can use this, please share it and pass it on. I really appreciate you sharing the love and they'll appreciate you helping them. 
And please stop by the website at www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com. That's all spelled out. And please sign up for the additional tips, tricks, and tutorials that I would love to send you. And remember to live happily, lovingly, successfully, and peacefully. Until the next time, namaste. If you like what you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.